In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Depending on where you grew up, you probably had some city or town near you that was always a little, shall we say, questionable. Maybe they were your rival, or maybe they had a mean reputation, or simply a different take on life. For me, growing up in Asheville, it was always one of those little towns surrounding us in the mountains, like Bethel. Even just to say it, Bethel, fun. Or perhaps you did this with your school affiliations. I feel like it's deeply instilled in all high school students to have an unfounded dislike for the school across town. Again, that school for me was Reynolds High, so call to mind whatever that school was for you. And we don't just do this at the local level either. Being from North Carolina, I grew up with a general distaste for South Carolina. <laughs> and my apologies to all our South Carolinians here today. I've learned my ways. It's a beautiful state. These unfounded notions of others are always what I think of when I hear Nathaniel's question in our gospel today. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Bethel? Can anything good come out of Reynolds? Can anything good come out of South Carolina? Again, my apologies, South Carolina. Nathaniel is reacting to the revelation of the Messiah. Jesus calls Philip, and Philip in turn comes to Nathanael to recount the good news. We have found him, about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, the son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Having just been told that the Messiah has come, Nathanael's first reaction, God bless him, is to say, Ew! Nazareth. I think it's one of the most human lines in the Bible, and one that reminds me that the apostles are really not that different from us. They are not some special class of humans who Jesus calls because they are super holy and righteous. They are people who just happened to listen to the Holy Spirit when she calls. Scholars note that Nazareth in this time period would have been a relatively small place, no more than 400 in population. It's never mentioned in the Hebrew scriptures. So when Nathanael is confronted with news of the coming Messiah, the one whom Moses and the law and the prophets wrote about, he is just a little bit skeptical that such an important moment could have started in Nazareth. This coming Messiah, the one who will call him, the one who with the Holy Spirit will challenge him to a new way of life. Is this person really coming from such a seemingly insignificant place? It would appear so. And so Nathaniel's call comes after he shows his real feelings on Nazareth. Philip says the words, come and see. It's an invitation out of Nathanael's bias and into the transformed world of Christ. 
Thankfully for Nathaniel, he accepts that invitation. And the next lines in the gospel open up this wonderful scene where Nathaniel and Jesus meet, and Jesus reveals to Nathaniel part of the great wonder of Christ's earthly ministry. It's interesting to see how quickly we move in the season of Epiphany. It was just last week at our Twelfth Night Party that we recounted the wise men's arrival and celebrated the great reveal of Jesus to the entire world. But now the focus on this second Sunday after the Epiphany takes a far more intimate turn. These stories of Jesus calling the disciples are incredibly important to our understanding of our own calling. The revelation of Jesus coming into the world is both communal in that it is meant for all, and at the same time, it is immensely personal. It is directed to each of us as individuals. So when Jesus calls Nathanael, it is because Jesus intimately wants Nathanael to be a part of what Jesus is up to. And when Jesus calls you, It is because Jesus intimately wants you to be a part of that same work. Calling is central to our identity as Christians. But I think it's important to understand something fundamental about our calling. The work of discipleship is not a one-size-fits-all model. The work of Jesus intimately calls you to... The work that Jesus intimately calls you to is varied and diverse. And so given that, the ways in which we respond to the world also need to be varied and diverse. So it goes back to the idea of who Jesus calls. Jesus does not call the twelve disciples because they are particularly amazing human beings. Jesus calls them because they are open to the challenge of relationship with God. God calls you because God wants to be in relationship with you. And it is my sincere hope that you are open to the challenge and to the grace of that relationship. When we begin to think of ourselves as someone who God wants to be in a relationship with, I think we can really start to understand our place in God's work. God doesn't call you because you're like your neighbor. God calls you because you are who you are. You have a distinct set of traits, skills, gifts, and passions that make you who you are. What might it be like to reflect on how those attributes can be used to enter into the work of Christ? How might your skills be the exact thing this community needs to be a better reflection of God's world? The other side of this principle is a little different, though, because if we accept the rationale that Jesus has called us just as we are, and for who we are, we have to accept that the same notion applies to others. Like I said, Nathaniel's question, can anything good come out of Nazareth, reveals a lot of humanity. Our biases towards places, people, and things that are different from our own world tend to define how we interact with the world. 
Often we do it subconsciously. Often still we do it deliberately. In accepting that I am a person deeply loved by God, I have to be open to the notion that others who differ from me are in the same boat. And while that may sound simple, I think the implications of it are actually quite radical. By confronting the biases I hold in my own life, I am able to see that God is working in the world through people that I might not ever have expected. We need all of us. We need the diversity of God's creation to encounter the world through God's eyes. We need the diversity of skills, passions, and gifts that exist in our communities to tackle the diversity of problems that exist in our world. And so today's gospel is a bit of a preacher's dilemma. Because on the one hand, I want to tell you how amazing you are. I want you to understand that you are an incredible person, inherently loved by God and capable of awesome things. And on the other hand, I want to tell you that you're pretty average. (laughs) Because the truth is, all of God's creation has that same capability. And so it is the joyful expression of our God-given capabilities that will truly allow us to see a world transformed. We need others to help reveal our true greatness. We need each other to fully come into God's desire for creation. Christ being revealed to the world this epiphany creates a chance for something to be revealed in us. Nathaniel in our gospel today is awestruck at how Jesus seems to know something that Jesus should have no way of knowing. Jesus, in what we should understand as a vision, has seen Nathaniel standing under a fig tree. This small revelation of Jesus' power is all it takes for Nathanael to cast off his biases. It's all it takes for Nathanael to enter into the work of God in Christ. Don't be surprised when your calling reveals something you thought no one else knew or could know. Don't be surprised when your calling aligns with something that defines you in a holistic sense. Because the one who calls you is the one who created you. The one who calls you is the one who gave you the ability you're being asked to use. The one who calls you is the one who intimately desires for your gift to be shared with the whole of God's good creation. And should you ever doubt that call? Should you ever feel like what you're being tasked is too much or insignificant or is out of your comfort zone or challenges you to confront your own bias? Perhaps the words of Philip can offer some advice. Come and see. Amen.